Legends Football Lovers, welcome to Ball Chat Podcast. Happy Sunday. What, second, um, first day or second day of spring to the football family. My name is Benton. Well, come on, how are you doing? Well, go on. I'm good, you know, I'm good. I just can't wait for the weather to change. I need to get warmer. I need to start planting up my carrots or whatever. But it's just cold, man. Yes, um, it's a wonderful 60, 64 degrees here in um, in the south. Come on, you don't want to send you some of the, the beautiful sunny weather. <laughs> no, keep it. <laughs> Football family, you know how we do it. Ball Chat Podcast, all about reviewing the week's major news in the world of football. Our family member, Junior, is away this week. It was pre-planned. He's not hiding because Man City, Manchester United lost to Leicester City. So all the anti-United fans or all the anti-Junior fans, don't get ticked off saying that Junior is hiding. He's just away pre-planned. So for the show today, we have ballers and box highlighting the most impressive players and unimpressive players of the week. We'll discuss World Cup qualifiers as set, get set up for Jamaica's um, friendly game against the U.S. coming up on March 5th. We'll discuss CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers, talk about the group and, and revisit the, the format for this, year's, um, for, for this year's World Cup qualifier camp, qualification campaign in CONCACAF. We'll also take a look at the Europa League draw and the Champions League draw as Man City will play Dortmund. We'll also recap the FA Cup semi-final matches and wrap up with Yard Ballers and Coach Tapa Whitmore. Is a bit ticked off. Jamaican football. Football family, if you're joining us on Flow Sports or joining us on Ball Chat YouTube page, Ball Chat Facebook page, you can take part in the discussion. Later on in the show, we're going to take a few minutes and highlight um, you know, a foundation that's doing wonderful work in the community. We're going to have the guest, our, our guest joining us later on in the show, talk about the work that Jam Pack is doing. Ball Chat is all about football, it's all about the community, it's all about the family. And we have done this in the past where we highlight an organization that's doing well in the community. So we'll have a guest from Jam Pack, Mr. Uh, um, Gregory Holder, join us later on in the show to talk about their work and how football family can help them out. So let's kick it off and get to ballers and bugs, highlighting the most impressive players of the week. Come on, who do you have as your ball of the week watching football? So I have Kareem Benzema with a brace and an assist um, in Real Madrid's 3-1 win. I, I, I like, even though Barcelona is my side, I love Big Ben. Um, I think Big Ben is the engine for Real Madrid. You know, sometimes it just don't go his way. But I think without Big Ben, Real Madrid would be in a spot of, of trouble. Also want to, to shout out Dynamo Zagreb um, for overturning a 2-0 deficit versus the Jose Marino Spurs to win 3-2 on aggregate. It was just ridiculous. Um, you know, so I have to give them a big shot because I thought it was done and dusted for them. So... They are also my baller of the week. So Big Benz and Dynamo Zagreb getting the ball of the week for coming on. I wonder who's going to be her bug of the week. My ball of the week and football family, you know that the show is always interactive. We encourage football family members to send in their ballers of the week and their bugs of the week, uh, unimpressive and impressive players of the week and why. 
my ballers are ballers of the week i have to give it to orsic of dynamo zagreb specifically not just dynamo zagreb alone but orsic scored a wonderful hat-trick as they beat and teach bug tottenham hotspur as dynamo zagreb came from 2-0 down deficit in the Europa league uh, round of 16 to make it to the quarterfinals and the interesting thing about that victory for Dynamo Zagreb and Orsic is that they lost their manager two days. The manager resigned two days prior to that matchup. We'll discuss that later on. And I also want to give a ball of the week to Banusic of AS Roma. Big up to Alison, Alison Swaby of the Reggae Girls. She did a, a scored a wonderful header. But Banusic of the same team, Roma's ladies, scored a fantastic bicycle kick. Check it out on YouTube as they beat FC um, FC International ladies in a in a very entertaining matchup. And my final ball of the week is Kelechi Idinacho. Two goals today. And I also want to retroactively give him a baller for last week. I thought he deserved a baller. Scored a hat-trick last week. Two five goals in two games. Impressive. Kelechi Idinacho. Wonderful player. Seems like a good human being. The post-match press conference last week where he spoke about, you know, wishing Mother's Day to all the mothers. A kid who lost his mother at 14 years old. He was very emotional. So ball of the week to Kelechi Idinacho as Leicester City defeated Manchester United to make it to the FA Cup semi-final. Come on, we don't don't have much time. Let's go to Bugs of the Week because <laughs> Bugs get us excited. Who do you have as your bug of the week? First. So we can't, we can't say enough about Spurs being a bug. Listen, everybody know that Chelsea is my side, but Jose Moreno is my coach. And I am not going to put a 100% blame on him this time. You know, see the goal with the easy, easy goal where the number one England striker missed. That was very, very important. Those things you cannot miss as one of the best players, quote-unquote, in India, because they know I'm in a I... I am not giving Jose 100% of the blame because his lineup was good, his bench was strong, and his um, substitutions were OT. So I'm going to spread the blame around and give it to the entire Spurs organization because there's no way you should be 2-0 up to a team in turmoil to come lose 3-2. Come on, you're politicking for Jose Mourinho too much. He's going to get a beating, so you cannot save him, okay? <laughs> Jose, I'm a boss. And Newcastle, Newcastle know the court is in trouble, and they played an uninspired game and lost 3-0. It's just, I just think it is time for Newcastle to find themselves down in the championship. Them doing a perfect waste of a spot in the English Premier League. Either some club who want it. I need to mention Slavia Prague Supporters Club. They posted a disgusting picture of a banner. I don't know if you, fo you followed the Rangers Slavia game and the, the foolishness that ensued. The Supporters Club came out screaming, kicking with a banner that I cannot repeat what they posted. They get a bug. UEFA gets another bug for remaining silent in the whole spectacle. They haven't said anything. They haven't done anything. They haven't left it anything. They talk about racism, and this is something that they have been silent on. So Spurs, Newcastle, Slavia, and UEFA get bugs of the week for me. 
it's an infestation and come on we'll get to spurs in a little bit spurs get a bug of the week biggest bug of the week for me in agreement with Spur, um come on is spurs jose Mourinho had some special words to say after the game also, Hugo Lores is going to get a bug of the week from the Hugo Lores saying the players on the bench are not supporting the team enough. Come on, Hugo Lores. You lost to a team that you were leading 2-0 from, from the first leg and you worry about the players on the bench. We'll get to that as we discuss um, that Europa League matchup between uh, Spurs and Dynamo Zagreb, a very entertaining matchup. And I have to give a bug of the week also to Arsenal Football Club. You know, I, I know there are Arsenal fans who say they don't deserve it, but how is it that you can be down 3-0 and probably West Ham should get a bug of the week also. How can you be down 3-0 in the first few minutes of the game and the first half looks so bad and then looks so good in the second half? I thought Arsenal, Arteta needs to whip this team in shape. Minute one, you step on the grass, it needs to be a high level and more consistency. So Arsenal is getting the bug of the week for the poor display, the inconsistent display and enigmatic performance. Bugs of the week for me from Arsenal Football Club. And David Moyes and um, West Ham gets a small bug for throwing away a 3-0 lead. Come on, do you have any other honorable bugs that you want to highlight? <laughs> JFF. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I don't yes. want to touch on them yet because we're going to talk about them a little bit um, from now. But JFF almost wet the bed. I mean, them almost wet the bed with this USA friendly. And it's just, it, it's crazy. It, it, it's just crazy. So they get an honorable mention from me. Yes, let, let's step over to the chat. JFF will get a bug of the week. We'll discuss at about half an hour into the show at about... Um, 30 minutes past the hour, we'll get to the reggae boys and the U.S. friendly and discuss the GFF um, party shop. Um, let's get to the chat. Prime Minister said, Bala is big, bad, Lomandowski. Big up yourself, Prime Minister. Manchester United fan running in the heart. They lost. Um, Junior Pringle, bless up, <laughs> bless up family. Yo, man is not at work, but he's enjoying himself. And um, Jeremy and Samuel Seminar, big him up. Who you're not bigging up as Manchester United lost. Um, Spurs equals bug. Josie, a bug, crime minister. Um, El Pistolero, big up yourself, family. Liverpool family running in hot. Long time in Liverpool. Come on, how is it? What are, it, what are people saying over on Floor Sports? Baller Curry saying that JFF, so I, I know it's not your JFF, it's not your baller, sir. <laughs> I know it is a bug. So that's his bug <laughs> the week as well. <laughs> we have a live conversation with David Nicholson, but it's more to the JFF portion of the show. So we're going to talk about that tonight. Okay, let's get to the other portion of the show before we get to JFF and discuss Jamaican football and CONCACAF and football in our backyard. All right, the, the meat of the matter in, in European football this week was all about Champions League draw and the FA Cup semifinals. But come on. Let's talk about the FA Cup briefly. Your thoughts on these matches that took place in the FA Cup. Man City defeated Everton quite easily. Uh, Manchester United lost to Leicester City. And Chelsea also made it to the FA Cup. Your thoughts on these matches and the, the, the presuming FA Cup matchups? Oh, boy. Manchester United actually made, uh, uh, made some errors that 
Junior would be tearing his hair out if he may have hair upon him. Head. So I think Leicester played okay, but I think Manchester United actually lost the game because of the terrible play. They've never played good today. Um, Chelsea, you know, we're we okay. We're all right. I don't know why on earth Chelsea have to go play Manchester City. Oh, 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 we to manage. Oh, that don't work for me. We can't manage that. We can't beat Manchester City. But Tuko no. is undefeated. Come on. He's undefeated. They haven't lost any game. Chelsea plays Man City on April 17. Manchester United will play Southampton. Leicester City will play Southampton. Um, Leicester City hasn't gone to a, a FA Cup final in 39 years. So this is... Okay, they're going to beat Southampton handily. Is that, is that accurate information? They haven't gone to... I think I, I read that somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, yeah. But all I know the mother. Why we couldn't get Southampton? Why Chelsea couldn't get Southampton? I mean, it is rigged, man. It is absolutely rigged. But anyways, um, you know, Manchester City. I mean, they continue to show that this is Pep season. I mean, like Pep is like he's going to win everything. You know, don't be surprised that we know Champions League. Wait, so you everything as in four trophies? Look here, how much your side win? <laughs> what do you wear my side later? <laughs> but they're, I mean, they're, they're in the League Cup semi-final. They're in the FA Cup semi-final. We'll get to the Champions League draw in a second. But surely, I, I wouldn't presume that this Chelsea-Man City matchup is just going to be a walk in the park for Man City. I didn't say, I did, uh, hey, I didn't yeah. say it's going to be a walk. Okay. But Chelsea has not shown where they can where they can manage Manchester City. Listen, every section of Manchester City is firing. The goalkeeper situation, the defenders, the midfielders, the wingers, the, everything is clicking. Pep don't even normally we see Pep animated on the sideline. Man, I chill. Man, remind me of the other day that drink um hot chocolate. Angelotti. Yeah, Carlo Angelotti. <laughs> yes, yes. He's... It's just so uh, Pep just relaxed because. Man City is a well-oiled machine. Okay. I didn't say it was going to be a walkover because we do have one and two look fast people with team. And our goalie is outstanding. But Man City is really, really um, firing. Okay, so early prediction for you. You have Man City or Chelsea going through against Leicester City. I think, you know, the ball is round, but we're going to tilt our hat to Leicester City beating Southampton in that semi-final. Early read uh, yeah. on, on who you got in this Chelsea versus Man City game. Early read it. 2-1 Man City. I'll, I'll be pleasantly surprised if if Chelsea beat them. But that's what I see. As a football fan, um, that's what I see playing out. And for Leicester, it's not even going to be a walkover for Southampton. Because sometimes Southampton have this, this, this one you know, yeah. minute where they play good football. Yeah. So it's still going to be maybe a 2-1, 3-1 victory for Leicester. So I, I like when they're not easy matches where, they, where people fight for the, the position, but I see a Leicester-Man City um, final. Leicester-Man City final. So uh, Leicester City defeated Southampton 9 a few, um, I think it was two seasons ago. So they... You know, let's see how they take that game. Let's keep it rolling, football family. Um, a Champions League draw and Europa League draw. I want to quickly get your thoughts on that and the football family um, thoughts on those quarterfinal matchups that's coming on. Um, 
Big games, big, big games. Man City versus Borussia, um, Borussia Dortmund, Chelsea versus Porto. You wanted Southampton and the other in the in the FA Cup. I think you may have gone the easiest of the lot here in the Champions League. Uh, Bayern Munich against PSG and Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Somehow, I think Liverpool will beat Real Madrid. Your thoughts <laughs> really? on the Champions League draw? Hey, listen to me, Real Madrid. Not Real Madrid. Salah is probably having nightmares. Real and, and Sergio Ramos is probably happy that he's going to buck up Mosa. Listen, that other in the back of a Salah head. Every time him see him see um Ramos, is he going to run at Ramos? What is he going to do? I just think it's going to be an interesting matchup. But it was just so funny that you know the two of them are gonna play each other. Yeah, and it's interesting that Sergio Ramos is, seems to be back to health. He's back. He returned. The big game, though. Can Paris, can much, um, Mercia Pochettino pull the magic out the hat and, and beat? Of course, my fancy baller, Neymar, should be available for this game against Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich beat the bricks of Stuttgart in the um, Bundesliga after going a man down. Alfonso Davis got a red card. But, I mean, can you, can you see Bayern Munich losing to Paris? I don't know. I, I, you see, to me, and this is just me, and people are going to knock me, I think PSG is full of individual ballers, right? I mean, they're winning because, yes, League One of Farmers League, I said it. No, we're um, not calling any leagues any farmers because we're not... I'm this sorry, my apologies. My apologies. We're that, not that was disrespecting group, farmers. Not Big up yourself to all the farmers out there. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's an easy league, right? It's an easy, it, let, let me say that. Yeah. So PSG, PSG has a whole bunch of individual footballers versus Bayern. It's like well run everywhere. Goals come from everywhere. Even when Alfonso Davis got the red card, the goals just kept going. It's like he was not missed. So I see Bayern actually beating PSG, and and I mean handle it too. Not no scrape through. 89 minutes, extra time, nothing. I just see that's what's going to work. Yeah, and, 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 and to agree with you, Bayern Munich is a standard bearer in, in world football. They're, you know, it's all up to how hungry they will be and how surgical. You know, they got Serge Gnabry back, so they're trying to gun it at the bit. Um, quickly, your early reading on Man City versus Borussia Dortmund. Erling Haaland is looking to play his, some would say, his future employer. <laughs> but you know, you know, you know what, and and, and 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 that's the thing too. Dortmund is so inconsistent that we can't really hang our hats on them, right? We see where Man City is really playing, and re not to sell up Man City because they're not my team, but I think Manchester City will beat Dortmund. Dortmund does have some some brain fart moments some of the time where you can't really say that they're going but you know going to win but man city has been consistent and i think pep will find a way to be former yeah um you do you expect chelsea to just easily beat um porto i i don't and this is why okay <laughs> well you know I, i've seen everybody rejoicing porto Porto surprised a lot of people, right? Uh -huh. And defensively, 
Porter is um, a firm and solid team defensively. Yeah, and yeah. we've seen with Chelsea, when Chelsea goes up against teams that are really defensive, we struggle. And I am not convinced that a team of Werner or um, a, a Giroud or even a Hosna Doy can get around a 39-year-old Pepe. I, I don't know. And, and, and that's my problem. It was a, it was a good enough draw for people to say, hmm, Chelsea have a 50% chance, but I really don't know about that match. Porter yeah. can be can be really tricky, and and Chelsea sometimes they wet the bed. Um, Porter's manager Sergio Canseo really spoke highly about his team winning. Um, but surely, I mean, it's Porter, and Sergio Oliveira is also a threatening player. But surely. You couldn't have asked for a better draw. Quickly, Madrid, we spoke about Madrid versus Liverpool. I, I think Liverpool should beat, beat that real Madrid team. Liverpool looks to be third in the corner. <laughs> Let's quickly get our thoughts on the Europa League um, draw that took place this week. Um, come on, you know, and, and before we even get to the Europa League draw, um, Spurs got eliminated from the Europa League. And before we get to the draw itself... What happened in that game? Come on. What, what exactly happened in that game to Spurs to lose or lost to a team after being up 2-0 from the first leg? A team that lost its manager two days before for you know, being sentenced to go to jail for, for some, some money issues related to Dynamo Zagreb. How is it Spurs lost this game? Come on. As my coach, come and see the one Junior asked, who is my coach? This is the Junior. You know, those are my coach. As my coach said, one team wanted to win, while the other was content. The team got the and wanted it more than Spurs. I don't understand. At one point, I forgot that Garrett Bale was on the pitch. And I tell you already, Spurs is a garbage side. It's a garbage side. I don't know how people think that Spurs is a good enough side. I don't. I think, and they've been so lucky not to be battling down in 15th or 16th or 17th players. I just don't think Spurs is good enough. But to have a 2-0 advantage and a lower team, as we said, in turmoil, to come, come knock it out, not only beat you, you know, barely beat you, but Peter convincingly. So I just don't understand. As Mr. Hurricane had the opportunity to send him side to and he missed it completely. I mean, I don't know. What more Josie should I do? I don't I don't I don't know. Them just so, never wanted as much as other teams. So Joseph Mourinho said something pretty interesting after the game. He was very philosophical. Um, he says Quote, I feel sorry that my team is a team that didn't bring to the game not just the basics of football, but the basics of life, which is to respect our jobs and to give everything. End quote. Um, so, in, if reading between the lines, Jose Mourinho is clearly saying that there are players who are not given everything. And reading between the further lines of players not given everything, why does Jose Mourinho put those players who are not given everything onto the park? So, well, all right. And, so, and, and, and interestingly, I, before, you, before you answer that question, interestingly, 
He today he mentioned during the Aston Villa game they seem to have won the Aston Villa game, which just concluded. Interestingly, he said that there are two teenagers at the pre-match pre-match press conference. He said there are two ten, teenagers on today's bench, and if if needs be, I will go ahead and play them. So he's already sounding the alarm. So, but if their players were not given the best and they lost to Arsenal the previous week, why keep putting them on the field? Who no put over them? Now tell me. Play the teenagers at them. No, but all I, no, but all a second. If Josie had played those two teenagers, put them in the starting lineup in a Europa game, what would we have said? But I said this man is a madman. But him, listen, I have no problem with a coach crying out a player. Plus, we never need Josie to tell we what him just said. We saw it. Listen, jump to the say. I did not even remember that Garbell was on the pitch. No passion, no art. The only person me to play for Spurs with the art is Son. The only person. Everybody else is like, well, Lucas Morato will play whatever. But it's like everybody just sauntering, everybody walking. It's like, listen, Spurs need a complete overall because it now nah, it, it, it nah go work. Do you continue- Bringing in a coach and having the same set of players and then we can't even say that Josie has lost the locker room. We have not seen anything to indicate such. Uh, well, the attitude might be lost the locker room. That he says, he says, quote, I can only apologize to the Spurs supporters. Um, I hope that they feel the same way I feel. Today is a live or die. And in this, mo- in this moment, we die. In other matches, I have the same feeling. That means in other matches, they have died. <laughs> the same now can does daniel levy can do you see this is the end of jose Mourinho at spurs at the end of the season does he have to win the league cup to survive or have a chance as they play man city in the league cup final he has put a lot on this europa league title as winning the europa league title in pre previous comments he made and they lost from a very advantageous position does jose Mourinho needs to win this league cup and take um this team to the champions league um, round to survive next year. Do you see him making it um, another season at Spurs? I think he stays at Spurs. Even if he loses everything where he just talk about and only survive another league, um, yeah. I see Josie staying there. My thing is this. You buy, you buy a dog where you know um, is rough and wild who can't tame, right? You have to always chin up the dog or have the dog in the dog house constantly. You can't let the dog grow when you have visitors at home because the dog's dangerous. You buy that dog. Who is the dog? And you let the dog out. No, you let the dog out and the dog bites somebody. You're going to say, oh my God, I never knew the dog would bite the person. You're an idiot. Joseph Marina has showed us time and time again the kind of coach and purse that he is. Nothing that we've seen from Jose this season indicates that he has changed. Have you seen anything? Levy and everybody else at first know that this is Jose Moreno. What is it that you expect from him? This is what you're getting. You pay for this, you get this. I see him saying, because I know in the back of Levy, they mind, they know say, the players what them have, and a really quality. I don't know. Garrett Bale is an expensive experiment. I think it's a waste of, of money, Garrett Bale, because even for four games ago, 
he had a good stretch. Then him just disappear like it's time for him to go and play golf. It's getting warm. Spurs are three points out of the top four. We'll, we'll discuss. And um, come on, as relating to your dog analogy, our, <laughs> uh, Peter Touch, legendary Peter Touch, have a song that says, you sorry for Maga dog? What happened? <laughs> You know, turn around, bite you. All right, let's move away from Spurs. And, and regarding that EPL table, as Osborne brought up, Spurs uh, is sitting three points out of the table. Let's quickly touch on the EPL. They defeated um, Aston Villa in a just-concluded game. So he, he technically, they could make the Champions League still. They could. Yeah, he'd be alright. I think Jose would be okay. They could make the Champions League there, but it's just a, a, a debacle. To, it's a, we'll see what will, what will happen to them at the end of the season and as they go for it for the League Cup final. At the bottom end of the table, your Bregen and um, Danny Welbeck scored a stunner for Brighton, Alvin Hove. Come on, come on, you're smiling. Big up, Danny. Big up, Danny. But me don't know oh, that that is Anna my see Anna my Bridgin, a Juna Bridgin. <laughs> I'm going to see him to listen, Danny Welbeck and but I don't want him away with um Lingard. I mean, you like to see these things. You like to see players who have potential that are not being used at a club move on and do well at another club. Yeah. Not to say Danny Welbeck is doing well, he's doing okay. But Jesse Lingard is doing well at West Ham. So you like to see it. Your your thoughts and um, West Ham dropping a missed, opp- missed opportunity against Arsenal after being up 3-0. And the Jamaican soon-to-be striker, Mikel Antonio, had a sterling miss at the back post. I'm sure if he missed that for hey, the reggae boys, he's hey, going to get a few points. Hey, when, listen to me. If him ever come and go on so at the office, I'm a peer buckle. I mean, we're not out shandy buckle, but a peer buckle. <laughs> You see what Mr. Miss Miss there? You know what I said to myself? Come on, Antonio, we're off them kind of player you already. If what this is gonna bring, we don't need you. Yeah, so and, and and no comments on Arsenal. Did you saw something good about Arsenal in that game? The young man. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean an artist. I said it. I mean, they have to make his loan deal permanent. Yeah, my he's a breath of fresh air. I mean, I mean, like he's all over the pitch. He's very intelligent. Um, he's making the right plays, and he actually makes Arsenal a better team. If we can say that, Arsenal was so sucky in the first twenty minutes. Yeah. But he was actually the game changer. So you know, I you know, West Ham actually lost this game. I mean, they were up two zero to come back and 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 have this done. Yeah, I mean, Martin. like. One goal, second own them, them need to change him. Him if they come up on the bench. Yeah. Like the second own goal in a, as many games. Yeah, Dawson. You know, they have to clean up. Yeah, they have to clean it up. But yeah. I see this is a for me, this is a win for Arsenal versus um a loss for West Ham. Yeah, Martin Odegaard, I think the, the, the value of Martin Odegaard is somewhere about hundred million. Pounds is what Real Madrid has been asking for him. I don't know if Arsenal... I want to quickly get these thoughts before we move to discuss football in, in our backyard on Syrah. Uh, Syrah is pretty much wrapped up in terms of the table. Inter Milan is looking well. But quickly, Juventus <laughs> lost to Benevento. It's been a long time since Benevento defeated Juventus. 
should they go ahead and scrap this project? Agnelli, the, the leader of Juventus, the president, has spoken about, quote, Juventus need to stop playing these little teams. He's one, to, he's one who's been advocating heavily for the restructuring of the Champions League so Juventus can play more big teams, air quotes. Should they go ahead and scrap this project after the season? There is speculation that Real, uh, Real Madrid is interested in getting um, CR7 back. Should they scrap this project at Juventus? So hold a second. If them can't beat the little team, I be you know not gonna beat. Well, well that's why you avoid avoid the little teams altogether. <laughs> and 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 go and get them little book group for the big team them. Why not say fire Perlo? I mean like why not say get rid of the coach who seems like he is out of his depth? Why not say that? I mean, come on, if it was Josie, everybody about me seem you know, off with his head. It seems like you carry Joseph's <laughs> Because it's Perlo, it's like, okay, fine. You know, this season is a wash. They're not going to win or whatever. CR7 going back to Real Madrid, do you really think that will happen? I mean, do you think that he will be... I mean, he was the face of Real Madrid. But do you think this Real Madrid outfit needs him now? I just think they've moved on and they're doing well enough without a CR7. I think he should just stay at Juventus and just try back to it out. So Juventus lost won a Champions League in 95-96 season. That's a long time. I didn't realize that's been so long. But clearly, it's not working for them. They, they hired all these so-called talent to win the Big Ears Trophy. As it relates to Cristiano Ronaldo going back to Real Madrid, I would have to be, see it to believe it. I, they have to offload Eden Hazard. You know, who's, <laughs> I mean, that's a hefty salary for them. Um, but I, I, I would have to see it first to believe it all right um but inter milan is still seems to be at have this thing sewn up right i mean it's it's done right i mean should i mean should you know i i and that's good i i like to see that that's my team yeah we'll find another <laughs> team. Team. you'll find another team all right let's step away from football in europe and let's discuss football in on our own backyard and start off with Jamaica versus USA. We'll, we'll play Team USA on Thursday. Come on, what's going on? You're, you're excited about this Jamaican squad that was released? I mean, um, Jamaican squad is currently on its way to Austria. There's a lot of new names here, come on, that we haven't seen in a while. Casey Palmer was the was was last call-up. He's a defender, plays for Bristol City. Wesley Harden. I mean, I, I. What do you expect? I don't expect um a lot from this, and I don't expect a lot because even when I was talking to David Nicholson, you, you, you know, he had a whole bunch of things to say. You know, he's saying that he's excited. Um, you know, he watches the the other the players play, so he kind of knows, um, you know, uh, the talent of the other players. But I was also telling him that that's fine. We can always have individual talent, but if the chemistry is not there, then we're not just going. We're not going to do well. I see us playing good enough to not get seven zero like a Trinidad, um, but I do think that USA is is a better um, close knit team that have been playing with you know with each other, so they understand each other. Um, so I don't think that we will beat them. David Nicholson says he disagrees. Um, he thinks that we can beat U.S. 
and football fans, we're going to do a post-match recap after the game. This, the game is this Thursday at 1 p.m. And we might have our friends from Two Rest Challenge, the U.S. fans. Let's take a look at the Team USA squad and get your thoughts on this Team USA squad that will play, you know, from this group will play Jamaica. Um, U.S. fans that I know were gaga over... Uh, picking up Yusen, um, Yusef Muna, um, um, a player that, Yunus Musa, a young kid who plays for Valencia. Your, your thoughts on the squad, um, US squad, come on. And Timothy Way is also a player that they are extremely excited about. Yeah, but was it Tim- yeah. Timothy Way, he's an interesting um, player, but... I don't know. I it's like a death. It's like I, I'm not really convinced, you know, uh, about it. Just like how Junior is not really convinced about a policy. I am not convinced of with a way, and I'm not convinced with a with, with a death. Okay. Uh, as I said, my the biggest issue, and and remember, we can have some players play at some high level club, but when it comes to the international um, scene, they're just not, you know, up to scuff. The, the reason why I say that they will probably be just is chemistry, right? It's not necessarily that they can be better than a Palmer, that they can go on a Michael Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me. But I just think that they've been playing together, them trained together. Um, what, what we have? Have we trained yet? No, so that we haven't. Is. We haven't. We haven't. And we'll get to Tapa Whitmore's comments in a second. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this game. I, I think I've, I've, I've said so that's the, the, the U.S. squad. At least Christian Pulisic will get some game time from the beginning. Listen <laughs> to me. I want to know if a Michael Hector can stop a Pulisic. That's what I mean, want to know. Yeah, but see, Hector has not been playing for a while. So that's the thing that I, I, I have no major expectations for this game. I think I've said this a few times before the score doesn't really matter to me it's just the most important score is the world cup qualifier when we play them in a few weeks in a few months um in the world cup qualifier. Ben can stop the foolishness this, ben can stop the foolishness this score doesn't matter the foolishness. i don't you're the only person that the only person i know who watch football who talk about the sport we don't care what it is jamaicans we tell you i don't care i could have corner league we could have played for your bag of bag juice we could have played for five thousand dollars for thirteen years. It, uh, we care about the score. We I, don't want you. We don't want. We have so much USA friends. I do not want the USA to drop seven on us because if that's the case, make us ball. I, you're the only person in what I'm bringing up. You know, you know, care about the score. And and to be honest, um. I don't want to see seven. I don't want to see a domino score. But m- my thing is that, like you, 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 you alluded to earlier, is that the team, the USA, is more together. For me, this is just the U- Jamaican team getting together and playing some ball and trying to get the things, the organization and the unity together. They haven't played. It's, they're probably going to spend more time in travel than they do training. So... It's starting to get some players together and try to get everyone on the same page. This game, all the way to Austria, is just, I don't expect much. And so I am not expecting anything in terms of the score. That's, that's my thing. The big, the, the big official fry for me is the World Cup qualifier game. 
which will play USA in a few months. That's the most important thing to me. Them look again here. It's important to get players involved like Amari Bell. Who him? Who is Amari Bell? <laughs> Who this? I went, when was last time Michael Hector played any ball? On the bench. You see, and hey, listen, 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 listen. I, I, I guess, I, I guess, I guess, if, if we're going to be real, let's talk about the fact that the talk is logistic. Most of the players are saying that they're striking, they're on strike. That's how we get um, that they're not going to play, they're taking a stand. We understand that. But also, there are a couple of things, though. Because of quarantine and COVID, there are some clubs who would not allow their players to go because they have a quarantine, the COVID test come back, mistraining. So I understand that as well understand the visas the visa issues as well so these players are really right there and then they cannot you know be allowed to go but it's good to see how omar holness come back because remember omar had that it was it was very good at youth level then he had um the incidents where he had a, a seizure so he's coming back so it's nice to see omar really coming back in the squad i see people talking about um when me am Antonio, listen to me. Mama telling us something. Where the, the, the player where they have, where did they have Birmingham are? A Birmingham you come from the big tick player. He, everybody was like, oh, he's a beast, too, or whatever. And he was a bust. If today, uh, but Antonio show we today on the pitch versus Arsenal, we have that too. So he can't stay away in there. We need somebody who can change the whole dynamic. Shamar Nicholson is younger, he's physical, in fast, and with more games, he can be a top-notch striker for us. Not to say I don't want Antonio to come, but I mean, like, we're going to stop the foolishness. Let us see how these players um, play. What's his name? Daniel Johnson turned down. Yeah. The in so, yeah. so that's the thing too, you know. So we're going to have all these players, they're going to come, they're going to play for us, they're going to realize that the JFF is, is, is a bunch of jokers. Will they accept a call-up the next time the JFF call them? All them little foolish this there. So, I mean, it is going to be interesting to see. Because I know if them go out there and USA drop 12 on them, they're going to tell Tapase, lose my number. Yeah, um, and the six-footer is Clayton Donaldson is the big man from Birmingham that you're talking, you're speaking of. Mr. Donaldson, the big Him. The big, right, and, he, yeah, and he looks like he, he, he might have the same body type like Antonio. People are talking about, oh, we need that physicality up top. Yeah. We need, we need this and, and 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 really, I mean, like, I mean, really. Listen, I I I love Shamar Nicholson because I think he have the range to be a really good striker for the reggae boys. So everybody's like, they my omit him. And as we, Antonia is old, on top of that, we will have the years when it comes to Shamar. Listen to me, only number that come, only for the one come, dash away, Shamar, and what players that we will have, we carry from way back when. Yeah, the Shamar now, all right, we're not dashing away. Let's get, hear what the comments, what's the family saying, come on, because someone just a beat you over, so what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, um, Jam oh, so, so David, I said, Jamal Lowe and Palmer Gray played for England together. Yes. Oh, how long ago was that? That was used. So the chemistry might not be there. Yes, they might play against each other, but they're not the only, going to be the only ones on the pitch. So yes, chemistry is one of the issues, but 
let us see how it works. Um, a realistic scoreline, if they beat us, is 1-0. Really? For real? Or 3 or 4-0. But I think it will be 1-1. One, one. I will might win 2-1. Hey, David, anything you have smoke, send some over here. So I mean, I smoke, but I'll take some. <laughs> Don Frater say, hello, El Jamaica. I'll get a whopping Thursday. Hector alone is not the team. <laughs> no, Hector alone is not the team. But Hector is our central defender, right? Anybody go around Hector, if you want goal. So let us stop it. So, so and Hector is known to have lapses at, at times. So we have a right to beat Hector. Listen, one of my issues is this. A player who don't have a club, a player who don't see the pitch, I, me as a coach, you can't get called up over somebody who have a club and play consistently. But I understand with the Hector thing where the, the strike and the visa issue. So let me just not beat him. And, and, um, Mary Bell is a quality player. Yeah. Um, just because you don't know him doesn't mean anything. That's okay. That's fine. We don't have to know him. Yeah. Um, where Adam and McKinney are not in the squad. We lack depth in central midfield, so I like the fact that we added fullness, which okay. is true. Yeah, Omar yeah. is a very good um, midfield player. And, so and, and we'll Elvis Galera says to give Antonio a chance. Yeah, man, we'll give every man a chance. Of course, everybody's going to that but we're not going to that's with Shamar and Nicholson. Yeah. But here, what I'm now, Hector would be in defensive midfield. Listen to me, David Nicholson. How many times have we seen Tapa? Wanna keep one player, Andre Blake, the goalkeeper, a striker. We don't even know Katapa is a man play everybody else a position. So are we sure that Hector will be our defensive midfield? And even if Hector is our defensive midfield, he still have lapsed. Yeah, he so, does. He does. He I, does, he does. I, I, yeah, I, I. Let's let, 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 let us watch and see. Yeah, well, me, I want, I want my team to win. Benton alone, I go on, like, you know, on the squad. I want Jamaica for you to give them a hot two one. Um, Pinock and more Maria for tilt at centre back. Hector will not play centre back. Ninety percent chance that won't happen. Um, mega. We say one ten thousand percent sure. May I screenshot this? So after the game, we have a conversation. And Jamaica, and... Mark is saying that Jamaica will win one love. And, and, and just before we go to our talk, just to remind Football Family, Ball Chat is going to do a post-game show March 25th, right after the final whistle. If it's 1-1, or 4, Ball Chat will do our assessment. Um, come on, let's, what, what's going on, on on our Ball Chat? What's, what's the family saying over there? Come on. Gary, um, Epistolio said, I'm looking forward to seeing Casey Palmer and Wholeness. And El Pisale said, I don't trust Hector one bit. <laughs> not at <laughs> And, um, yeah, we're not, not, we're not, not dashing not away. We're not dashing away. Um, Shamar Nicholson, definitely not. I think he's one definitely can learn from Mikel Antonio and some of these players coming in. Um, speaking of which, come on, the big coach, the man who's cross, angry, miserable, Tapa Whitmore says he wants these things to get resolved. He said this before the acrimonious relationship um, spilled over into the press about negotiation, and it still not get sought out. I mean, is Tapa is this Tapa really should probably stop talking about this, right? 
You know what? Uh, I don't. I, I, this one I was telling a friend that I think Tapa would do better if him just left Jamaica football and just go overseas to make some money. Because every year it's the same issue. Would they treat an expensive coach like a Schaefer or somebody else who them pay millions? Would they treat him like how them treat Tapa like no, what Tapa won't. is saying no, makes won't. no sense? No, they so won't. So I'm like, yeah, so, so I'm like, Every year, we have the same issues. Tapa have the same issues that we have, right? He must be frustrated. You have a big game coming up, and you have all these new players, and you have all the local players who have not played in over a year, except the Waterhouse man. Although we never caught that game, they're still called foolishness. But him have all these players, and they have not practiced, they have not trained. And you have a big game coming up, and... It's not working out for him. So I mean, like, I always laughing and say, Tap, yes, man, Tap, I go sound the alarm. Then I go tell him, say, oh, I'm unhappy with this. Just before I'm getting a little bit, oops, because he can say, see, me they tell you. But we as fans, we see, we understand his frustration. So down to traveling, I mean, how can you travel three days before a competition? I mean, like, you know, how can you travel three How can you have it so close, one is so close where the visa, you have to break your neck from Jamaica, the COVID test, go to the embassy the next morning. Look look at all the foolishness that go on with the physio, right? Yeah. He must come out and he must make a statement to say, listen, what he what what is reported in the news is not correct. He says, I have my visa, but the contract agreement was not agreed upon until 30 minutes before the, the delegation was supposed to leave. Yeah. Now tell me, you know you have a game on the 25th and you will have salary and contract negotiations the day off the way you're supposed to travel. So if a majority. So yeah. I understand Tapa's frustration and it shows on the pitch. Because remember when Damien Lose flung in an airport away from playing tickets, uh-huh. these are the things that Tapa complained about. And he's right. But Tapa if every year you are complaining about the same thing, it's like you have a boyfriend who don't want to work and every day you get up and complain and say, him don't want to work, but you're still cooking a film. There's no incentive for him to go look no work because he might get in meal. Yeah, That's yeah. you, Tapa. Yeah, Tapa. Um, and, and interestingly, Tapa said or spoke about the fact that the, the squad is mainly foreign-based players. He's definitely uh, very much concerned about the Gold Cup preparation, which is coming down. Um, Gold Cup is coming down in the summer before Jamaica enters World Cup qualifiers uh, for 2022 games. And Tapa alluded to most of these players that he had built a foundation with over the few years or so are not in the squad. They're part of this whole salary negotiation. So he doesn't know if you know if it's if it's something that will those players will come back. So I I, I don't I don't even know. I, I don't I there's nothing I can really <laughs> add to it. It's just yeah. yeah. It's... So, so David Nicholson says I hope that one day I can sleep at night knowing the next morning I won't hear something about Ravel traveling business class. <laughs> and um, El Pistolera has a quick question. Come on, as in saying Tapa may have to go somewhere, and says um where will Tapa go? I mean, what's his track record? 
um, country or top team, him if if him leave. I mean, we're okay. All that uh, I end. So make a answer your question with a question. What was Miguel Coley's track record before he got a job overseas? He's overseas. He's over there with Schaefer. People might say it's a hookup, it's a connection. But you want to tell us a Jamaica World Cup hero, right? Tapper, head coach of the Reggae Boys, don't know anybody, can't get a hookup, can't be an assistant coach somewhere else. He can't go somewhere else where a head coach will be respected, where he will get the tools so he can do his job well. He has the, him have the, the qualifications, him have the experience, he might not have won a World Cup, um, you know, but him got semis, him got finals, him win Caribbean Cup. I mean, so he has a good enough record where a colleague was a JC um, head coach and he was an assistant to Winfred Schaefer, but yet he's making his money overseas and he's in a country where they spend money on a team. So he's, you know, you know, them team. It's well run. If you watch Mikel Coley's team and Schaefer's team, they're well run. You want to tell me, say, Tapper don't have more accolades? You want to tell me, say, Tapper cannot get another team to, to, to coach? All right, football family. And then Tapper, and, and yeah. Tapper don't want a club team anymore for the country, then still you can find some another country who will want a Tapper Whitmore to coach them. Okay. So okay. I don't. I don't see, I, I don't see it as Tapa cannot get. I just think maybe Tapa don't want to, it's comfortable. They have him friends and family there. Maybe he don't want to leave. But to answer your question, same thing Miguel have. Tapa have it too. Yeah, yeah. All right. F football family, let's let's pause for a second because we want to, you know, <laughs> Jamaican football definitely set up our blood pressure. But for a minute, as I, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we have a special guest joining us, and we want to highlight some of the work that Jam Pack is doing. You know, we need a But David Nichols said today, you're really going to get one of my blood pressure. You know, yeah. I am not a Tapper Whitmore fan. I beat him. I cut him all the time. I think he's the most miserable coach me ever book apart. Yeah. But what does Tapper know about Tati? I don't know. So they could have a formation. They play free flying football, right? But Topper, here we go. We are in Carrigan, the finals of World Cup. <laughs> and in Carrigan, World Cup finals, yes. Yeah. So, football family, let's let's take two, three minutes to talk to um, Naima Gregory joining us. Um, you know, she, we're going to talk about some of the work she's doing with Jam Pack, and then we'll pick up on Jamaican football after these two or three minutes. Well, you know, yo, um, Naima, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Nice to meet you. Nice to nice to finally meet you. Jamaican football sending up our blood pressure. Talk about <laughs> talk about the work that you're doing with Jam Pack and how Jam Pack is helping out in the Jamaican community. By the way, come on, heal up the family. Come on, we have um, Naima Gregory. <laughs> Hi, come on. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. So, Hi, everyone. So, Jam Jamaica Impact um, Inc. Jam Pact yeah. um, was started in 1998, about 25 years ago. Um, I've been a member on and off for the past 10 years, and recently re-engaged um, as the vice president of the organization. Um, I, along with the president Tassie Scarlett, um, work with an amazing team of board members: uh, Tamisha Forrest, Michael Williams, Gloria Messam, Jenny Campbell, Angela Golding, Georgia McCarthy. 
Um, historically, Jam Pact has had three major objectives. Um, to contribute to the policy debate on economic growth and development in Jamaica, um, to be a resource um, and networking vehicle for groups of Jamaicans in the diaspora, and most importantly, to make a tangible contribution to the development of Jamaica through our support of basic schools in underserved communities. So most of the schools that we support are in the inner city communities of Kingston, um, but we also provide assistance to schools in St. Thomas, St. Catherine, Clarendon, Hannibal, St. James, St. Anne, St. Mary. So our reach is fairly broad. Um, Jampak School Supplies Drive is our signature fundraising event. We had our first virtual launch on Friday, March 12th, um, which allowed us to share the stories of teachers and children impacted by the work that we do with a much broader audience. Um, with the help of our members and longtime sponsors, Econa Carib, Shipping Company, a Western Union, Grace Kennedy, we were able to raise almost $3,000. Um, we're extremely grateful to those who have donated thus far, and we encourage anyone who is listening today um, to consider the impact that even a small donation can make. So if even before the pandemic, there were families struggling to pay the equivalent of 100 US per year um, to send their children to school. Now with increased job loss, it is nearly impossible for parents to afford tuition. And so with virtual learning um, as a new norm, we hope to donate at least 100 laptops or tablets to students this year. So I can tell you how many ways you can donate. Okay. Um, first, with the Cash App, you can donate um, dollar sign Jam Pact 19. So that's dollar sign J-A-M-P-A-C-T 19. Venmo is at Jam Pact, at J-A-M-P-A-C-T. Um, or you can mail a check made payable to Jamaica Impact Inc. Um, and that can be made uh, mailed to PO Box 3794, New York, New York, 10163. Okay. Our website is www.jampact.org. Um, and there you'll be able to see, you know, all of the programs that we run. Um, and you'll get to find out some more about the schools. Um, that we have um, sponsored over the years. So football family, ball chats about community, we're about family, we're about football. Jam Pack is doing some wonderful work. Um, quickly, and, and just to remind football family, you can donate and support the cause via Cash App, dollar sign, Jam Pack, um, 19 Venmo at Jam Pack, and their website is jampack.org. Now, some of us knuckleheads does not use Cash App or Venmo. Now, um, can we do sell? Ah, uh, let's Zella. see. Zella hmm. options available. And, and then that second information will be available on our website. Currently, maybe not. But you okay. can check our website and we'll continue to update it. And, current, uh, and also another question that I have from, from listeners is that what are the metrics for success? How do you evaluate how effective your programs, uh, program is, is doing? How do you go about and, and, and measure success? Um, you know, because we want to make sure that we're not throwing money down the drain, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we, we run a variety of programs, actually, right? And so we have an adopt-a-school program, um, which and we provide assistance to basic school in attaining certification with Jamaica's Early Childhood um, Commission um, in order to ensure that the required standards are met, right? Yeah. So the way that we measure success is very clear in that respect because we can see how we've been able to achieve that end. School Supplies Drive, you know, is very clear. We 
you know, we, we get all of this money together every single year. And, and by the way, we're accepting donations up until July okay. when we all get together and physically pack these barrels. So we do it ourselves. Um, we work with an amazing shipping company that I mentioned before every year. Um, he provides us with the barrels and we're able to ship those barrels in time for the semester start in September every single year. So our measure of success, of success in that respect is being able to provide backpacks filled with school supplies every year, right? We also visit these schools and we help with infrastructural changes. So we paint the classrooms, you know, um, and, you know, we, we build bathrooms and, you know, whatever facilities um, that, the, that, the stu- that the teachers and the students need um, to enhance their learning, um, we facilitate that. And you, will, you can see where your money is going um, because we update or we update our website and you'll be able to see, you know, where exactly your contribution is going. We have the Christmas tree program, um, which is specific as well. Um, and it enables us to provide treats um, around Christmas time. We partner with other organizations in Jamaica to, to do that as well. And then we have a tuition assistance program um, with the Zerish Mattis Eastern Scholarship Fund for JAMPAC that has been created. And again, you can see that information as well um, on our website. So you you will clearly know where the money goes. I promise it is managed very well. This is something that we do every year. And we just welcome everyone you know who, who is interested in, in donating and helping. Any amount um, is is extremely helpful. And every mickle make a muckle as we all know. Yeah, man. So. Every mickle make a muckle. One hand can't wash. One hand wash the other. Um, thank you so much. We really love the work. You have an online ball chat. You have a partner. We're definitely going to spread this to the football community to support the work that you guys are doing. You know, ultimately, football is part of life, but community is essential to keep the community strong. And the larger diaspora have to support, you know. So, football family, if you want to donate, if you can donate, I know it's hard in this pandemic for some of us to do, but those of us who can, you can cash up. Jamaica, um, dollar sign, Jam Pack 19, Venmo at Jam Pack. You can visit the website, www.jampack.org. Mr. Naima, Miss Naima Gregory Holder, not Mr. Miss. <laughs> Well, Naima Gregory. Naima Gregory is Naima good. Gregory. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you we're going to put this up on our social media page. We appreciate the work, and I'm sure some of the football family members will donate. And we love the work we're not fully supporting her. Thank you so much. Respect. Right. Bless up, family. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Right. Come on, Thanks. wrap up yourself with yardballers and Jamaican football players playing the trade overseas. And and all the Jamaican fans in a calm down. <laughs> hey, hey, look here. So so Javan East is doing well. I mean nobody now follow Javan East. Um <laughs> but I think him there were eight goals. Um but he is he, I mean he's making a, a name for himself. So hopefully he stays in the pool and he doesn't get pushed aside by the big name Antonio them. Right? So, um, Come on, you realize that not all of them going to make it. Some of them are going to get pushed out. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like a rough. But anyway, so Damien Law has changed agents. So, um, you know, this might seem like a small thing, but if you're a footballer, you know that having the right agent is just as important as playing well. Um, so hopefully, this, you know, the new agency is located in London, and I know Damien would love a move to, to, to England. Um, so hopefully things are in the pipeline because we expect good things. He should have 
the caps. Um, hopefully, we keep our rankings, and then Damien can actually play in the Premier League. So, congrats, Damien. Alice Swaby continues to impress. She scored the winning goal for Roma in a fourth-week victory. And as Benton alluded earlier, it was a great header. Um, she continued her run. She tracked the ball, and she went right in, and it was um, a good enough header. Um, Tapper keeps balling. Yes, Tapper, we know. Them give you a basket to carry water. But as I tell Kerry this morning, you need to put a plastic liner on the inside and put it underneath your pipe and the water will settle on the bath. So you are what we have for now. Um, we have to work with you. So, you know, in an article published in The Observer, he says he's unhappy with the preparations of the reggae boys. Um, in ball every year about it, Tapa, hear what happens. As reggae boys fans, right? We need to stop the balling, and if you want to strike with the players, them strike with the players, them. Just tell us where you want us to be, so we can march and block the road. We have two old fridge and a stove, but them now use a Spanish town. Um, just tell us, where, tell us where you want us to be, so we can come block the road for you, JFF to get serious. Those are the views of come on me. Ball, uh, ball chat will not strike with Tapa with more. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, reggae boys fans, apparently you're not a fan because you don't care about the sport. So, you know, I'm on a ball. So as I said, physical trainer Jason Woodrow Henry, he has refuted the report claiming that um, by Dalton Wins, Dalton Wins always not a new, something bad, that he didn't make the trip for the reggae boys Plenty international due to U.S. visa issues. He said he missed the trip. Because he was late, was late due to a contractual agreement. He says his U.S. visa is pretty much up and running. He said that he was unable to make the flight because um, the negotiations ended on Tuesday at 1.20 p.m. And the team was scheduled to depart at 2 p.m. Tell me. But can I say this is potty shop mentality because we are disrespecting potty because I love potty. Especially the good party up at Devon Old. We can't cut a party shop. The can knows that the people have leave two o'clock the same day and you end contract negotiations at one twenty. <laughs> Yo, you know that the party knows, I swear to God. And I even looked online, we still now update not we when I work with JFF. The JFF still does updating their social media platform. I mean like what is it that we need to do? Papa, if you want with the block the road, tell us. What is it you want us to do? You have to update the reggae boys. We have to know. Listen, can we get the player them in the jersey with the name on the back? Because they're new. We want to know them and, and, and we need to know what them look like with them name. Tired of them. So anyways, so they, in, instead of Buja going, they have um, them send for former will be done football club left wing back. Andrew David Clement. So he will stand in as the physical trainer for the reggae boys in here. Well, the PE in, in teacher. He's going to be the PE. So I, think, I, I think the reason why is because he has a, a British book. So I think it's easy for him to get there. But I mean, like, come on, JFF. Yeah. We're not African to do things together. I mean, the fans are frustrated. Look at it. Even, even now, we, we, we are preparing for World Cup. We're going into World Cup. And you can't get Jamaica reggae boys jerseys to buy. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. So they need to figure it out and fix it up and just, you know, make sure they start running the thing good. Um, and so that's my roundup. 
Not the earth, not one. Um, things floor. So, so, uh, come on. Before you go for yard, but so they they won't have a physiotherapist for the for the game, will they? <laughs> will they? No, so nobody trying to pull up. But you know what, too. But this is the thing, too. Um, uh, they can always use the USA, you know, physio if something happens. <laughs> so they, they 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 will use the U, the US physio. It's true. It's your thing. And then another question I like to ask, come on, um. The Jamaican Premier League chairman, uh, Mr. Chris Williams, has said that the 23rd is the day. That's sometime in this week um, on Tuesday. Is that still the case? Oh, it can be. I mean, the numbers have increased. And what time is it now? Oh, it's supposed to start if Andrew Olney's press conference starts on time. It's supposed to start now. He is going to announce stricter COVID measures. So if before it was a little bit looser and no, you know, football was not being, being allowed to go on, having strict measures will not allow it. And I don't think everything will work out. Babsy has still not given a go-ahead for training or anything at all. So I really don't think that that is a, a, a benchmark that can be adhered to. Okay, so um, there's a potential for no foot Premier League football uh, this year in, in Jamaican Premier League football this year. But you know, um, football family. But hold on a second before you go. Um, so David and Borel Dave over here talking about um, if Damian Law should never be called up again. Okay, I disagree. But mm, okay, is Damian Law starting over Pinnock? Someone says. Um, yes. Okay, yeah, so let's go to some of the low, comments quickly. Pinot and Low at, at center back. So by the way, how are we starting Low um Pinnock over Damian Low when we haven't even seen Pinnock play? How are we going? No, mean, no, no, no. People have watched Pinnock play. No. Um they said that things are good enough. We have and, and this is and, No, wait, and, wait, and come on. So they they have no, watched I'll, sorry, come on. They have watched Pinnock play for his English team, but they haven't watched Pinnock play for Jamaica, all right? Look here, let me tell them something. That's that's not no, the same. Room, no office the I mean, nah, I, I I just don't understand. But anyways, okay, let me just say this. Tupper will have to pick the best eleven players. That's just it. Yeah, I mean and, and I'm sure Tupper will. I'm sure I definitely I trust Tupper to do that. But but we have to be careful of how we we, we, we start assign starting spot to a player because he play England. That no, uh, them things do not work. So it's not because a man play England means him I get him are walking, come start. Every man have to work for them spot. And to that end, the players were there and going to practice and show the best in a practice at them a player. How about man talk about Pinnock a start over low? How are going? <laughs> not to say that low need to, but we cannot just you know say a man just have to start because him play England and better. According to them, yeah, there is there some who is Premier League quality. I mean, want to extra your talk. Yeah, um, quickly, quickly, come on. We want to remind our football fans that on Thursday, Jamaica, the reggae boys will play U.S. men's national team post-game match show March 25th, also on Flow Sports on Ball Chat YouTube page, Ball Chat Facebook page. At 3 p.m. or right after the whistle. Well, come on, your your final score prediction again. Come on, <laughs> what's the final score prediction? Four. I said four one USA. You said four one USA. I I said I mean 
and uh, Damon P says, big up, well said, come on, get us some jerseys to buy. Wait, big up yourself, Damon, I mean, we need jerseys to buy. Where can we find, come on, where can we find some jerseys? Amazon. <laughs> where can we find? Listen, hey, look here, JFS cannot be talking about having no money. Because everybody, I tell you, like, even my friend, them who, they're not Jamaican, but they want a Jamaican jersey. Especially the green one, the green one bad, the green and black one bad. And you want to tell me, say, the JFF can't get a hundred and say, okay, to, to, to the best reggae boy fans, here are a hundred jerseys that we have to sell. No jersey from the market. See, like, look here, we don't have no tale about the players. Yeah, um, I mean, JFF leaving money off the table because I need a jersey or two. Um, because um, Lord says 4-1 Jamaica, man, bravey. Um, but football, <laughs> football family, let's... Maybe, maybe, maybe the one is for Jamaica. <laughs> okay, maybe the one is for Jamaica. Okay, 4-1 the US for Jamaica. Um, just to remind football family again, Thursday, 3 p.m., right after the conclusion of the game, we'll have our post-match game wrap. If you're there at work, join in. If you're there at school, join in. If you're there, you know, wherever you are in the world, join in. Because it will be a heated live discussion on the assessment of the game between the reggae boys and the U.S. men's national team. We'll also probably be joined by two rest challenges uh, podcasts who are huge U.S. men's national team fan. Um, come on, a time for David, who are we? David, David Nicholson says 2-1 Jamaica win. Yes, and, and uh, Mr. Osborne says 1-1. One, one. Come on, a time for Goma we are now. Wild Chat family, Goma we are. If you want to connect with us right away, remind you to connect with us on social media. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our Facebook page, subscribe to our um to our respective platforms, subscribe to Remember ball it up before if people can search. So if you want to connect with us, you know, we would appreciate you to hit the like and share button, subscribe to us. You can reach out to us um, or, you know, connect with us at Ball Chat, at Ball Chat Podcast on Instagram, at Ball Chat One on Twitter, at Ball Chat on Facebook. And you can send us an email at ballchatpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. It was a lively conversation in the chat. I look forward to seeing you guys next week when we um, do the football. No, man, yeah. it's not next Jamaica week. It's in. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> we'll see you Thursday. <laughs> And big up and big up to Miss Gregory Holder for joining us from Jam Pack Football Family. If you can support Jam Pack, you know, support the cause and the work that they're doing on the island. So it's Thursday, come on. It's not Sunday again. We'll see the family on Thursday. Come on. L- look more now. All right, bless up. Bye everyone.